Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, Episode 158. The following is the recitation of Psalm 143, a.k.a. Perak or Mizmor Kuf Mem Gimel. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 143, Mizmor le David, Adonai Shema Tefilati, Haazina El Tachanunai, Beemunatcha Aneni, Betzid Katacha, Veal Tavo Vemishpat. Et avdecha ki lo yitzdak lefanacha chol chai ki radaf oyev nafshi dika laaretz chayati. Ho Shivani Ve Maha Shakim Kemete Olam Vatit a Tef Alai Ruhi Betohi Yish Tomem Libi Zaharti Yamim Mikadam Hagiti Bechol Paalacha Bemaase Yadacha A Shocheach Perasti Yadai Elacha Nafshi Eretz Ayefa Lecha Sela Maher Aneni Adonai Kalta Ruhi Al Taster Panacha Mimeni Benim Shalti Im your day vor hash mi'eni vavoker khastakha ki vakha vatakhti hodi'eni darakh zu elekh ki Elecha Nasati Nafshi Hatsileni Me Oivai Adonai Elecha Chisiti Lamdeni Laasot Ritonecha Ki 
Ata Elohai Ruchacha Tova Tan Chaini Be'eretz Mishor Leman Shimcha Adonai Techayeni Betzid Katcha Totsi Mitzara Nafshi Uvechastecha Tatmit Oivai Vehaavadeta Kol Sorare Nafshi Ki Ani Avdacha Psalm 143 is thought of as a graphically depressing display of the misery of the soul, with the narrator urgently pleading to be saved from an enemy. Malbim says that this mizmor is connected to the previous psalm, with many shared phrases between them, and that it is connected time frame wise to David running from King Shaul in the cave. Rashi and Alshech hold that the mizmor relates to Israel in general exile. Each description of the enemy referring to the four different nations, Bavel, Yavan, Madai Pras, and Edom, and that were uh, they were relentless against the nation of Israel. The Dat Mikra says the psalm is referring to someone who is very ill, and the enemy here would then refer to the illness itself. While the narrator of the psalm does go into detail how the enemy has made them feel, see the description in verse three to four, where they have been hounded and crushed and dwell in darkness and their spirit is failing and their mind is numbing, etc. The Ibn Ezra actually says that this mizmor is less about a person pleading to be saved from their enemies and is more about a conversation between a person and their creator. In verse five, the narrator says, I remember the days of old, maybe because it was the good old days and trying to recall better times to be able to deal with the current crisis, or maybe holding on to the fact, like Radak and Rashi point out, that Hashem helped him in the past and he finds comfort, or maybe he is hopeful and has faith that he can appeal to Hashem during this crisis to help now once again. Or the Al-Sheikh points out that the narrator is remembering when he had uh, Israel and the Holy Temple, and this offers comfort, etc., the Malbim, once again, approaches this from the illness perspective and focuses on the phrase, I'm feeling faint inside, stating that this refers to a person who is on their deathbed and looks back at their entire life and recognizes all the ways Hashem had a hand in their life up until now. One thing I find interesting is that in the first verse, we see the narrator pleading to Hashem, hear me, give ear to my plea answer me. The narrator needs to know that Hashem is listening and understanding his plight, and then he has, he and that, then that he answers him. Because in verse 7, he explains more urgently that he needs him to answer quickly and not hide his face because he feels he isn't going to make it over the hump of this burden. This reminds me of a client session I just had recently. 
My client has been working with mental health professionals for years through this feeling of overwhelming panic that she gets every time she walks into her house on Thursday, even though there is no physical difference to that day as opposed to any other, and she lives with her spouse without their grown kids at home. After teaching her some skills in the first couple of sessions, she really wanted me to be there on Thursday when it was actually happening. I knew and explained to her that I would be actively with my family on vacation at a museum during that time that she needed me, and I wouldn't be able to video or phone call. She was panicked, kind of like this urgency felt in this psalm, like it was this overwhelming crisis, and she couldn't be alone in it. And she needed me, like the verse 8 describes, to let her know the road to take. I let her know that she could text me, and remarkably, she said, it was the first time that she got home and wasn't triggered, because as she texted, today I remembered that I had you waiting to hear from me, and my entire well-being changed. I went from feeling abandoned and alone to secure and nurtured. Now, while this was a remarkable step in itself, in the long run, I see that this was a crutch, and while my client and I have more work on to more to work on to uncover what is actually difficult for her to face, it highlighted this recognition of the fear of being alone and abandoned. This is what the narrator is facing here. Perhaps he feels deep down that he deserves to be alone, since in verse 2 he says, For before you no creature is in the right. He points out that as humans, we are all fallible, and he is praying that Hashem approach him without without judgment. The narrator here recognizes that they have indeed messed up in the past, and they are guiding us on how to approach Hashem and ourselves, even when we have made mistakes. Failure and fallibility is one of the most common human traits, and yet it becomes so taboo and causes us to go into such deep depths of despair. The weight of shame can make us feel like we can't face ourselves, let alone ask for help from the other. Here, instead of fearing their failure, the narrator is acknowledging that they are imperfect and taking responsibility for this. This psalm is an important reminder that all people are imperfect, and instead of shaming and blaming ourselves for every wrong move we have made in the past, we can come to acknowledge that you are who you are, and you simply need guidance forward, either from Hashem through prayer, a conversation with a trusted someone, or feeling into what you need to give yourself at any given moment of despair, to remind yourself in those moments that you are not alone with your struggles. May we be able to know that we are worthy of asking for guidance and help despite what we have done in the past. The learning and recitation for this psalm is Lulay Nishmat Shulamit Bat Moshe Heinech and Fredel Bat Shmuel David. May their Nishamot have an aliyah and may their families find the comfort that they need. Also, in honor of my brother Natan Simcha Bat Chayarisha's birthday this week, may he and his family have a life filled with feeling the blessing of Hashem together in good health, happiness, and love. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, 
or if you have any questions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Thank you.